All right, BradCooney.com would like to welcome in recording artist Amira. Amira, what is up? Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome, man. We, uh, I've been chasing this for a minute. Uh, I, I apologize to you. I had to, I had to uh, cancel on you. Um, I think it was like two weeks ago, a week or two ago. So my apologies. I'm glad we finally got you on. You know, sometimes, sometimes things come up, so I'm okay with it. All right, good deal. All right, so I guess first and foremost, um, you're a busy girl. you got a lot of things going on. Um, I guess I want to talk about your latest single, Mathematics. Um, I listened to it. It's a great song, cool video. Talk about that. Talk about the backstory there a little bit on that. Um, well, so Mathematics is a song that is, it's a breakup song. But it's not just, I feel like it puts an interesting spin on a breakup. It's not just simply a boy and a girl, they break up. It's got, like, some cool mathematical terms. It sort of kind of makes you think of a breakup in a different way for me anyway. So I sort of kind of resonated, you know, with it with that because the process was when I first heard it, it was it was originally written by someone else, but once I got it, I sort of kind of like mixed some things around, added some things in there, tweaked a lot of stuff, and sort of kind of made it my own. Mm-hmm. So I like the the mathematical spin that I I hope I put in, in into it, and you know hope that it you know carries through. So yeah, and then we shot a video for it, which is on my YouTube channel, and um, that's almost at one hundred and ten thousand. Yeah, I saw that. Got a lot of but, views. Um, yeah, that's great. I, I honestly didn't think it would do so well, but mm-hmm. I was so, so grateful and so blessed and, you know, so thankful that it has. But, um, yeah, so all those things happened, which translated to it being my first single, and it's doing very, very well. really is. You know what? I saw, I watched the video. Um, I like the song, too. So you got to have a good product. That's, that's, you know, it's important to have a good product. Um, yeah. And you have that, um, but additionally on the video, what I also liked about the video was not only that it told a great story, it, it flowed nicely, but the quality of the video is very good. The the, the whatever you use to record it, um, it was very quality, very quality. Not it's not some you know it's not some cheesy looking video. This is very 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 well put together. Yeah, we uh, we got together with a local. Um um, videographer here and, and PX Films is the name of his company his name is Jared we got together with a local uh, videographer and he put his equipment was, was A1 it was yeah. perfect I love the quality it's very clear the sound is great so he definitely and his editing and everything was perfect so he definitely killed it with that yeah shout out to him great job um, so the song I know a minute ago you mentioned that, that you didn't originally write that song but did you did you want to sing it and put make it your own uh, put your own twist on it for personal reasons? Did you have is, is there a personal message that did something happen to you that you wanted to put out you know put out there also? Well, at the time I was going through a breakup, so okay. it sort of, I guess you could say it was yeah it was a it was a personal situation and it was it was a great song when I heard it the first time around, but once I started to sing it and to put my own into it certain things that weren't present in the song to begin with mm-hmm. I threw in there like I sort of kind of you know like the, the emotion that I was feeling I added it in so mm-hmm. it, I guess you could say yeah it was it was for personal reasons <laughs> yeah and, I, and I, you know, it's a good it's a good thing well it's not a good thing to have your heart broken or whatever but it's a good thing um, when, you, when you're singing a song if, if, you, if you feel it and you really feel it in your own heart 
it, 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 it translates better. The viewer that's yeah. watching, you can feel you. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it makes it more relatable to people who are going through that as well. Right. The emotion carries over. Exactly. All right, so what's this next thing, next song you got coming up? Too Late? Too Late? Is that what it's called? Too Late? Yes, Too Late. It is my next single. Uh, hopefully that will be dropping in the summertime. We are planning on shooting a video for that one as well. So follow me, you know, <clears throat> on my social media and, you know, make sure you sign up for my mailing list on my artist website, which is Amiris Music, A-M-I-R-A-S-M-U-Z-I-C.com. And to get updates and stuff about that. So whenever that drops, you will be notified. Are you going to use the same same uh, videographer and production guy that you did, you, you did the mathematics video with? I plan on. If things line up and he's available, then yeah, definitely. He did such a great job with the first one. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> That's why I asked, man, because I would bring that guy back if I were you. That's the good, yeah. really good stuff. Um, all right, so can you tell us what Too Late's about? Um, so this is sort of, this is a, it's not a breakup song per se, but it's just, a, it's like, okay. So, I was in a relationship where I had a significant other that, after we broke up, realized that I was who he wanted to be with. And I sort of kind of co-wrote this song with that in mind. So, it was... <laughs> You know, it's too late for you to come back to me. Like, I, you should have had me, you should have paid attention to me when I was there. Right. You know what I mean? So, it's, it's along those lines. Too late, you dummy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of us guys have probably traversed that path once before in their life. Um, hey, and some females, too. That's you know, true. Females can make stupid decisions as well. That's right. It's, it's, it's not gender specific. It goes across all the lines there. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's cool. I look forward to hearing that one, and I'm sure the fans definitely want to um, get that one. Um, so what about musical inspirations? Uh, I hear, you know, when I listen to your song, I hear three or four different musicians that come to mind. Who has inspired you musically? Um, well, as a child, I, my, I, my mother was a musician. She used to sing when I was small, so she listened to a lot of R&B. So I would say R&B mostly is like my base. So I had like the um, the Whitney Houston, you know, the Mariah Carey, like yeah. all the legends. And then as I grew up, I started to find like the Aaliyahs and the JoJo's and mm -hmm. you know, um, Monica, Brandy, stuff like artists like that. So mm -hmm. I would say that 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 genre on in its in its on its own is like my foundation. But yeah. when I got older. I sort of kind of started to translate into like the pop side of things, like the Ariana Grande's and the Demi Lovato's. Like, it's like my music is like a bounce between the two because I grew up listening to both. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't have a specific artist per se that that inspires me. It's just the combination of all of those artists that inspire me. I definitely hear some Brandy in there. Now that you mention it, I hear a little Brandy, a little Brandy in that song, Mathematics. I could, say, um, I could, I could totally see her singing that song too. Yeah, I heard, I heard um, a lot of people said that I have a, like a Monica feel as well. So yeah. and I used to listen to her as a child too. She was, she was one of my faves too. That ain't, that ain't bad either. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. So where are you from? Where, where are you born and raised? I was raised in. You probably haven't heard of it, but I was born in Temple Hills, Maryland, and I was raised there as well. But 
I've lived in different places. I've lived in Las Vegas. I've lived in North Carolina. So I've been, I've been in quite a few places, but I'm back in Maryland now. So, so, Mar my, so my Maryland's where your roots. Did you go to? Did you grow up and go to school and high school in Maryland? I did, yes. Okay, so that how far is that from Washington D.C.? Um, well, Temple Hills is literally like maybe 15, 20 minutes from D.C. Oh yeah, yeah. So you're so it's really close. Yeah, you're a okay. Washington D.C. girl, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Um, what was it? Now you mentioned a minute ago that your mom was a musician and sang. Was it yeah. her that that got you into music? Why did you pursue a musical career? Was it basically because your mom? Well, not really. My mom, she was singing when she was like, before she had me. She was singing like back in the day. So, and she mentioned before, she has like, she's more interested in the business side of it. She's not mm. like, she's not interested in the, the creative side. So, she's, she opened my eyes to it a little bit, but she was she was actually shocked <laughs> when I told her that I wanted to sing. Oh wow! So she really had no clue as to where this whole singing thing came from. But I always wanted to sing, but I was I was a shy child, so I didn't really care for the spotlight because I thought I would compare myself to those same influencers that those same artists that influenced me. I would compare myself to them, and if I couldn't sing a song the way they could, then I automatically thought that I couldn't sing. That want to hear me so as I got older I started to realize that you know music is subjective you know you don't have to sing a song exactly like a Brandy or a Mariah Carey mm -hmm. or a Whitney Houston in order for people to to resonate with your for your music to resonate with people so once I started to you know realize that it started to practice on my own I, I came to my mom and was like okay I want to do this and she was like what <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it, she, she made it seem like it was just out of the blue for her. But, yeah, so in a way she did a little bit, but not quite. Not She wasn't really like, oh, you have to say, you have to do it. Mm -hmm. Like, nah. <laughs> wow. So, how old were you about when, like, you started writing songs and performing? Were you in high school? Did you take music in school at all? I took um, chorus when I was in school, like, so I did the um, choir and all that stuff. Yep. And then I started writing when I was young, like maybe middle school, but I have to, like, it was for me, it's, writing is a process. Like, I can't just sit down and write a song. Sure, sure. I have to feel it. I have to really have something that I want to say in order for something good to come out of it. So I'm still sort of, I'm still practicing it because I, I want to get better, but I'm always practicing. I'm always, you know, even my skin, I'm always practicing. So that's not a surprise, but I'm still working on it to get better and better so that I can, you know, become more and more uh, experienced in it. Tell me about the first time you sang in front of people, like on, on the stage or your first performance. That was a talent show. Okay. That's great. That's where a lot of people start. Uh, it was, I was scared, really nervous, uh, but I actually won, so oh, that great. was good, but the, the process leading up to it, I was completely nervous, like I was, I couldn't eat, just like a couple <laughs> of hours before, my stomach was queasy, I was sweating, yeah. it was, I literally thought I was going to be like, look, I can't do this, yeah. <laughs> but I pushed through, and then as soon as I started to sing, everything was cool, it literally felt like I was on stage for two seconds before. You know what? I think yeah, like I, said, I, I think I would. I think I would call you a liar if you would have told me you, you No, no. I said. I said. I think. 
I said I think I would call you a liar if you would have told me you were not nervous the first time. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? No, I would never call you a liar. Yeah. Um, but you know what I'm saying? You get my point. Um, mm-hmm. I'll give you a good example. Uh, you know Mike Tyson, the boxer, the heavyweight, the former heavyweight champion, Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. I actually talked to Mike Tyson one time years ago, and uh, he told me about if anybody, if any boxer, if any fighter ever tells you that they ain't nervous before a fight, they're they're flat out lying to you. And that was that's coming from Mike Tyson. Do you know what I'm saying? So sitting in front of people can be very, very scary for, for for people. But then I also hear a lot what you're saying. I've heard a lot of people a lot of musicians tell me that they do get nervous right before a performance, but once but once they start, it's almost like they be, they come on autopilot. They go on autopilot yeah. and it's just it just naturally flows. Yeah, but I think I've also heard that if you if you're not nervous about something, then you don't really care about it. Like if I wasn't nervous before that performance, yeah, then I really did care about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. That's a so. strong point. That's a really good point because you, you want you know, it really means something to you to sound good and perform for the fans uh well. Um mm-hmm. so that's cool, man. Good stuff. All right, so when did when did you say you want to release the the E P? when did you say that was? I think that's smart. Don't don't put a timetable on something if you don't have to, because you know you can tend to want to rush things and start you know overlooking things. So I think that's a smart strategy, actually. Um, what about live performances? How much live performances do you do? Well, as we speak now, I'm actually starting, or not starting. My team, my manager, and the rest of my team, we are planning a performance this summer at this festival where we're trying to get me into it. So that would be a huge performance for me. So I'm crossing my fingers and hoping for that. But before that happens, we are, I'm, I haven't have, I don't have anything lined up now, but I'm trying to get that to happen. And then if anything else comes before that, then I would, then it works out, then I would do that as well. But as of now, that's what's on the book. So the festival's on your radar. Well, what kind of, what kind of crowd are we talking about here? A real big crowd? It's like an intimate situation like maybe in like um like a I don't want to say a bar but probably just put you in that mindset like a small like intimate crowd yeah. where a bunch of you know um independent artists can get the opportunity to perform and to oh, cool. showcase their stuff, stuff something like that I like that that's good what about goals okay so this is 2018 we're already like halfway through um mm-hmm. so where do you want to be or where do you see your your career Let's say two years. Two years from now, where, where, do you, where do you want to be at? Well, the two, one thing that I can say, I would hope that my EP, my first EP will be out. The one that I plan on releasing at the end of this year, I will hope that that's out. And I will hope that I'm, you know, getting more performances and building my fan base and, 
you know, acquiring a, a little bit more success. But mm-hmm. I really hate to put, like, I, people say that they want to put goals and, you know, check marks or whatever to certain things. But for me, I feel like I don't because when I do that, if I don't accomplish it, I get discouraged. Oh, okay. And it's sort of kind of, it, it, it demotivates me instead of motivating me. You know what I mean? So, I do, I do. So I, want, I set goals, but they, they're not like too far before, you know, too far in advance. Like five years from now, I want to be doing this, 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 and this. And then five years from now, if I'm not doing those things, and I, I listen to this interview again, and I'm like, oh, my God, why didn't I do that? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I do. <laughs> and I'm freaking out, like, what the heck have I been doing? Like, well, you know what I mean? So I want, I can say for sure that I want that EP to be out. But other than that, and then also to have more performances under my belt, but other than those two, I'm just gonna let the cars fall where they may. <laughs> yeah, man. Do you, do you um do do you proceed with your life intuitively? Do you go by intuition? Are you one of those kinds of people? In some instances, yes. Like with my music, I do because I feel like you can't plan mm-hmm. creativity. You know what I mean? You can't plan, you know, emotion. Right. I, can, I can't just. You know, somebody can't just say, Amira, write this song about this topic, and I can just sit down and start writing that song. Like, I'm not that good. <laughs> I can't mm-hmm. do that yet. So I have to actually feel that emotion in order to get a song. Like, I have to I have to be in love, or I have to feel hurt, or I have to feel anger to in order to really nail down a song about those things. You know yeah. what I mean? In order for it to come through in terms yeah. of, like, a recording or something. I had so, a... Go ahead, I'm sorry, finish your thought. Oh, so, in life, in certain things, like with my music, I am like that. I I go by instinct, I let things happen, but regular, like, if I have to go to a doctor's appointment or something, or if I have to, you know, um, uh, go to work or something, a regular nine to five at a certain time, then yeah, I'm going to go do that. That's that's set in stone, (laughs) you know what I mean? But my music is something different. Yeah, I mean you can't you can't apply it to the workplace because you'd be like, yeah, I don't feel like going to work today. Okay, I'm just not going to go. I mean, that's, that's, that's not going to work out. But I had a feeling you did. That's why I asked, that's why I brought up the intuitive question because just by listening to you the last you know ten fifteen minutes, I kind of got to feel that that's that's how you um, that's how you operated as far as your your musical career goes, which is really cool. I, I do the same thing. I, I'm pretty. I, I, my I have a lot of trust in my intuitive bells and whistles, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Well, we never stare you wrong. There you go, man. So, before I let you go, I want to give you an opportunity to tell all the listeners out there where they can find you um, on social media, where they can get your music, your websites. So, touch on all that uh, before I let you go. The microphone is yours. Okay, so um, you guys can find me on all my social media platforms. So, I have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud. Um, YouTube, all of those are at Amira's Music. So Amira is spelled A-M-I-R-A-S-N-U-Z as in Zebra, I-C. And then I have a Reverb Nation page, which I'm number one on the chart. Um, that's Amira Music. So it's A-M-I-R-A-N-U-Z-I-C. So, yeah, you can find me there. And then, of course, my artist page, which is just www.amirasmusic.com. And, yeah, but... Um, but before you, before I go, I just, I do want to, I touched on a lot about how, you know, my, my music video is doing so well, my yep. song is doing so well, 
And I just want to thank my fans. Like, I, I, I make it a point to thank them because, Absolutely. like I told you, I never thought that this video would do as well as it did. I never thought that this song would do as well as it did. I mean, I freaking got an interview with the Source magazine. I saw that. That's <laughs> phenomenal. Weekly. Yeah. I never thought that that would happen. So, and I, I know that I wouldn't be given these opportunities if it wasn't for, you know, my fans. So, thank you guys. I really, really appreciate it. And I, I hope that you guys continue to ride with me and stick with me for the for this long journey that we got ahead of us. You know, hashtag Amira's Army. <laughs> you know, we're yeah. we, we doing it big right now. So, thank you guys so much. And also, I need to thank... Um, Starlight PR because they've been killing it for me as well. Like yes. really, really great company. Yeah, they're fantastic. They, they're very, I, I yeah. work with them quite often. They're very, very good. Um, I, I did want to emphasize on two things. I don't want that to slip past people. You're number mm -hmm. one on Reverb Nation. Your video has over a hundred and something thousand views. Um, yep. That is really, really impressive. So everybody yep. listening to this, you get behind this girl. Just get behind this young lady. Cause she's great. She's a great singer, and she's a hard worker. So, there's my pitch for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate you doing this, and I want you to come back once you have uh, maybe when we get a little bit closer to your next release, whether it's the EP or the single. Um, you're welcome to come back anytime and, and update the fans. Thank you. 